it. My mom made it. Ghetto like the grease when you're getting your hair braided. Sweeter than your sister Kool-Aid is. Who raid is the underdog? Now my feet under desk. I'm the president you fit. Can't believe I got away with my earliest stages from being on stages. Something. So with me, myself, and my microphone, I made it. I have my make in front of me and that song just popped up in my head because y'all know. Y'all know the vibes. Um, that's Hove. My mom made it. Um, welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. It's your host, Jernique. And I am in solitude. I guess you could say solitude. I'm here by myself. Um, happy Monday. Happy beginning of March. Um, shout out to all the March babies. Um, shout out. Damn. Sorry. My phone, my phone. Shout out to all the March babies. Shout out to all the Pisces that are born in March. Pisces season is still underway. So, you know, I gotta, I have a certain affection for Pisces. I mean, I like Pisces who were born in February a little bit more than the ones born in March. But, you know, it's Pisces Nation, whatever. Um, We rep the same set. But anyway, happy Monday. Um, shout out to everybody in whatever capacity, whatever you're doing, um, going to work, waking up, uh, coming home from work or whatever it is you're doing. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing to listen. Thank you for subscribing. If you have not already, please subscribe, um, share and, um, you know, just tell everybody about the, this is 30 podcast. Um, this is 30 live is happening soon next week march 11th this is 30 live will be going down in new jersey because i know i have listeners in other places um it will be happening in new jersey and at first republic in elizabeth um so please 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 come through it's only ten dollars um this podcast this live podcast is a part of a a series because you know march happy women's history month because women we are the greatest we are the greatest in the world there would be no men if it wasn't for a woman even as a crack fiend mama you always was a black queen mama anyway um yes yeah, so it's women history month so dj vit has this series of events um called women wednesdays um and i am second in line um I would love for you guys to come to the live podcast, but more so, I would really love for you to support all the events. So um, March 4th, I have the rundown here, just in case you haven't seen or been informed. March 4th is a lady who knows. It's like a networking mixer. So I'll be there. So come through um, and, you know, hang out and see what you could get from that. That should be really nice. Um, March 11th. Ding, 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 ding. March 11th is the This Is 30 podcast um, with James Boney, Mr. James. He's not here today, but he will be at the live podcast. Um, so it's going to be so much fun. I'm telling y'all now, like, we have a really great show lined up. Um, the title um, it, the title of our live podcast is Why Women Are Always Right, Why Men Are Always Wrong. So I want you to keep that in mind. When you come to the live podcast, women, I need us to come with our cloaks on, ready to defend our honor. And men, you, you, you're going to have the option to try and change our minds. You, it, I know you're not going to be able to, but you might be able to try. So um, that's what's going down. There's going to be so many. I'm giving away so many free prizes, free prizes, 
so many prizes, so many free things. Um, so come through, please, and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a friend that you know what. Did you know who? <laughs> I'm saying the line wrong. You know who did what? Well, you know who, but let's just keep that between me and you. Anyway, whatever. That was a bad that was a bad thing that I just did. But yeah, come through to the live podcast. And March 18th is the She Can't Settle Takeover. So I'm sure that will be a also um, another, I'm sorry, awesome event. So yeah, come through, support Women Wednesdays. And you know, just come through, have a good time. Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock at First Republic. Um, I'm really excited. Um I know it's not like, maybe some people don't think it's a big deal, like having an event and kind of like, like your event. This is my first ever thing that I'm doing. Um, so it's really crazy to me that it's possible and I'm just really excited, um, for the chance to like do what we do every week, but in front of an audience and actually be engaging, um, I'm a little nervous. I can't lie. Like I'm excited, but I'm also nervous because I want to make sure I give people a really good um, night, like a good, enjoyable um, evening. Like if you're choosing to spend your Wednesday night with me when you could be, you know, at home eating ice cream or watching TV, uh, binge watching your favorite show, the fact that you would be giving that up. Um, or anything that you might have been doing Wednesday for me, I find that like I'm very honored by it. So I want to make sure that um, I provide a very a vibe, a vibe, a vibe that is um, not only um, cool and fun, but also thought provoking. Because at the end of the day, that is what this is thirty aims for. Like it's it's not all shit and giggles, and it's not all you know let's um tell the 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 dumbest craziest jokes is i want you guys to uh feel nourished in your minds you know by the conversations and sometimes they change our perceptions sometimes they brighten our horizons um or broaden our horizons um to um to just basically see other viewpoints that we might not have been privy to and all you needed was another person or a conversation to do that for you, to open your eyes or to give you um, some kind of insight. Like, just to speak on how my podcast, I feel like is changing lives. My friend, um, and I don't, I guess I don't have no problem saying her name. Her name is Melissa. She texted me and um, she texted me about the podcast she's behind and she had listened to Jessica's episode and she said she was like Jernique I'm listening to this episode and I'm literally crying she was like I, I can't stop crying and I was just like um I was like I didn't say anything I think I forgot to text her back but I read it um but she was just like I can't believe because Jessica was at my birthday dinner on last week. Um, and she was like, I didn't even put two and two together when I saw her. But she was like, she's, I just, I can't believe I'm crying like this. And I can't believe, you know, she lost her leg. So I think she was very moved by the conversation. And in addition, she was just moved by Jessica's strength. Um, so like, that's the type of things I'm trying to do. Like, I'm trying to move you. I'm trying to 
get us out of our toxic ways, you know, because toxicity is not the wave, although it is becoming the new normal. <laughs> toxicity is not the wave. We got to purify and cleanse our spirits so that we can be better people and move on to better and, and awesomer things. Uh, I don't think awesomer is a word. So anyway, overall, please support Women Wednesdays. Please come through. I'm going to keep telling you to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend. And I might do like a little contest or something this week where like you could win free entry. Um, I, Not I might. I am. I'm going to do that. So, yeah, that would make even though my birthday month is over, we're in March now, that would be the ultimate you know, gift if all of you would show up for This Is 30 Live. Um, speaking of my birthday, my birthday was really, it was really fun. Um, I had a great time. I'm getting old. So like, I'm telling you, last weekend was, I had to pretend like I had already experienced my birthday weekend um, for last week's episode when I hadn't because we recorded on, I think we recorded on Saturday. So um, now that I have really experienced my birthday weekend, um, it was pretty fun. I am getting old. Uh, it was tiring. Like I didn't get enough sleep. I'm. If you ask anybody about me, I'm usually in bed by like nine, ten o'clock. I don't play those games. I need my sleep because if I don't have sleep, I work with kids. I'm a teacher, so if I don't get enough sleep, I'm very, very cranky in the day. Like it, I'm irritable as freak. So like I really need my space. Um, my space. I really need my sleep. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me. I had sleep last night, but I don't know how I'm talking. I'm talking crazy today, but, um, it was good. You know, I did dinner. I did bowling. I don't really like the bowling alley we went to. It was all right. It was classy, but I didn't like the, the crowd was kind of a bore, but I actually bought a $20 game card at that uh, bowling alley and I didn't even use it. And to be honest, I don't even know where it is. So yeah, I lost $20 on Saturday. Um, and Sunday, my friend and I went to Il Bastardo and I think it's in Manhattan. So I think it's in the city. Um, and it was really good, but I had like a little bit of an anxiety attack because it was just not something that I expected. It's like, so if you've never been to Il Bastardo, it's like a, it, it's advertised as a brunch with party spot. But I've been to uh, brunches in the city that turn into a party afterwards. And the ambiance is totally, has been totally different. Il Bastardo is basically like, it's a club going on. And basically you can have brunch in the middle of the club, um, which I wasn't expecting. So I was very overstimulated when I got there. The music was dumb loud. It was, there were so many people. It was like dark um, with the red strobe lights. Um, you know, it was just, it. I had a great time. Like when everything is said and done, I had a really great time, but it was just a little bit, um, overwhelming for me. Um, it really, I was not expecting that, but it was a good time. And they have like different, um, deals, but basically you order brunch, they have a prefixed menu and then, um, you can get like a whole bottle of champagne or a whole bottle of mimosa or whatever, um, to yourself for, 
um, a decent price. So it was good. I mean, my birthday weekend was good. Um, I'm just grateful to God for making me see 31. This is 30 plus one. The the brand will never die. You feel me? I don't know what I'm going to say when I turn 40. It's going to be like, this is 30 plus 10. <laughs> um, we're going to hold on to it. But birthday weekend was good. And now I'm just, um, I'm looking forward to the fresh springing of life that will come with March, that I hope will come with March. Um, Lent has begun and I don't really know what I'm giving up per se. I'm thinking about doing alcohol. I haven't decided, but I will decide before today is up. Um, I'm thinking about giving alcohol. I'm, I'm curious like to know, like if people still give up, um, things for Lent or, um, if they take it as serious, I know when I was younger, especially because I was Catholic, like I was serious, like with my Lent, um, my Lent sacrifices. But in the recent years, I haven't been so much, you know. Um, so I might do alcohol. I might do like sweets. I don't know. It's just hard. Like even like I would love to give up social media. Shout out to Lady London because um she gave up social media and I peeped that on her page and I would love to give up social media for a month, but I've done it before for four months. Um, but it's really hard now that I have a podcast. I feel like, I feel weird, you know, like I feel like, how am I going to promote? How am I going to be engaged with people who listen to the podcast and people who support? Um, it honestly makes a difference. It makes tons of a difference. Um, when you're able to promote and post your episodes, cause some people don't, everybody's not subscribed. Some you get new every week. I'm getting new listeners, like people who hit me up. Like I listen to your podcast for the first time and I'm so excited, but a lot of that comes off of social media engagement. Sometimes people are just drawn. Some people are not avid listeners, but they're just drawn because of a, a title or because their friend is on the show or something like that. So I don't know how that's going to work because like, you know, I talk about it all the time. I have such a love hate relationship with social media. Um, and like even throughout the week, there'll be days where I'll totally just delete Instagram because Instagram is really the only social media that I use actively. I have Snapchat, but I don't use it actively. But, um, some days I'll just delete Instagram and I'll be like, I need my 24 hours. And it's crazy because the 24 hours I spend without that app in my phone, I'm telling you, I'm able to get so much done. I'm much more focused. I'm much more, you know, just aware and alert. I'm not spending frivolous time, like scrolling through a timeline and just chilling. Like, yo, Getting on your phone and getting on Instagram, shout out to the people who are strong-willed and are very, like, um, who are very just, I, I want to say, like, uh, I can't think of the word, but who have a lot of willpower because it takes me one second to open the app, lay on my bed, and one second turns into 10 minutes, 10 minutes turns into 20, 20. 20 turns into 30, and then here I am talking to myself, you know what, at 9.45, I got to put the phone down. And it's like Instagram literally has everything. It has everything. Like up, up, apart from being able to communicate with your friends and see what people are up to, 
I be watching TV. I be watching all the reality shows, uh, fights and stuff like that because I don't have cable. So if I do choose to watch those programs, I'm watching them after. And I, I really don't watch rea reality TV, but I do love the clips that are posted online. Um, so like I'll be on like one and you know how IGTV has it where like they have, um, videos of a of, of a similar context are all kind of linked together so once you watch one the next one is similar it they the ops and the robots know what you like and it these these videos are are tailored to to me so it keeps me on my phone for like um a while um and i don't know how i got here oh yeah i was trying to say what am i giving up for Lent? yeah so i honestly don't know like what it's going to be. Um, but I, I think maybe alcohol. I just, you know, the sad part is that when I'm, I, when I'm thinking about alcohol, I'm like, what's going on this month? What events? <laughs> am I able, am I able to do that event sober? Like, am I going to be okay going to dinner and not getting something to drink? That's what, that's how my mind goes, but that's not how sacrifices should work right it should be the other way around you are going to get this done irregardless of your environment because that is that is the foundation of sacrifice is being in the face of temptation being in the face of a setting that um that encourages said behavior or said food or whatever it is and, and having the willpower and the determination to say no. That's what a sacrifice is. So listen to me talking to myself because I need to give up something. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, live podcast, March 11th. Um, I was just looking at the Shade Room per usual. And I was seeing how, um, you know, Lori Harvey and Future in their bag. And he bought her a dog two years ago. And I'm just like... It made me just think of toxicity, like I mentioned earlier, toxicity being the new normal. I just, I don't want to focus on women, but I am a woman, so it's easier to focus on me <laughs> um, or my type. That's my type. That's my type. Toxic men are my type. You know what? My friend sent me something, and while I'm just talking about nothing, I'm going to read it. Um... Hopefully I can find it really quickly while I'm running my mouth. Um, but she sent me this meme and I really liked it. Um, I'm going to get back to toxic Lori and toxicity. But okay, so this is what it says. I found it. It says sex never clouded my judgment. I didn't stay with my toxic exes because I was digmatized. Their deep pains and troubled past clouded my judgment. I saw a man in need of love and thought I could fill those voids. I thought I could make him fall in love with me by being his healer. When I tell you this is my biography and it was written for me, it was written for me. Um, that's literally essentially who I am. I... In general, I want to fix people and not necessarily fix people, but I, I'm a, I'm, I'm good at solving problems. I'm good at being a listener. I'm good at being a, an encourager. I'm good at 
those things. That's the friend I am. If you are friends with me, you know that that's who I'm going. I'm good at being a realist. I'm good at being honest. So I carry that same um, quality in my dealings with the opposite sex. And for some reason, it has afforded me, um, I'm not happy about it, but it has afforded me the, the attraction to men who are broken or need, like, I guess everybody essentially is broken, but these are just men who like, they just need help, especially, um, I don't want to necessarily emotionally, they just have a lot of, um, baggage, like emotional baggage, um, life baggage like they've been through a lot of shit and because I am understanding of the elements of their life I think that it makes me not want to say goodbye even though I know that a situation or the situation that we are in is not conducive to to healthy to healthy vibes um and I know it's not healthy, but it's like once I get right back into that emotional seat, it's like, it's like, dang, you know, I know I got to go and I'm going to go. But for now, let me be there for this person or for now, let's enjoy whatever is happening. And it's not good. It's not good. As prolific as that, my biography that I just read was, um, it's still no excuse. And the reason I brought up Lori Harvey and Future is because sometimes we see toxicity right in front of us. We have like 900 signs and we still choose to pursue something all in the name of, I don't know, I don't even know if it's lust because a lot of people, I like that post because it focuses on the fact that a female is not always stigmatized. Granted, I do know that sex changes dynamics for two people it does whether we choose to or whether other people choose to acknowledge that or not it does it changes the playing field it changes the game but i i think that mentally for maybe men and women when they are going through um elements of or just going through the decision process of whether or not i leave this person alone or i i keep uh, dealing with this. And this is in many capacities. I'm talking about in the capacity of a relationship in the capacity of a situationship in the ca- capacity of a friends with benefits in the capacity of a fuck boy ship. I don't know. There's so many, but it happens in all these capacities where like you feel like you want to leave, but you're not sure. And certain things just keep making you stay. And I don't think that it's fair to always deem that, um, It's always sex that keeps you, you know, or a girl is stigmatized. And I feel like that stigma is mostly placed on women when, when the scenarios or the toxicity that I'm talking about, when the toxicity doesn't occur in a relationship setting, the, the, the assumption is always that the female is stigmatized. And I don't think that that's always the case. Like, some of them like it's it it be deeper than that unfortunately and that's what makes it the most toxic because it's like yo you don't even have the parameters to be dealing with all of this mental emotional stuff and you're still putting yourself through it for what
for what. But you know what? Lori Harvey and Future are making the toxic look good. They're making it look good. This man has three kids and I don't even think they're two. And she's telling us that he bought her the dog two years ago. She'd been seen with multiple people in the past two years. And he bought her the dog two years ago. I just need, can somebody buy me a dog? I actually don't like dogs. But can somebody buy me something? And it's crazy. I don't, I don't know. Like it's, it's, I feel like her situation is so weird, especially because like the whole world knows that this man is like toxic. Like the whole world knows and they've, the, the whole world has seen, um, the plight of all of his relationships like pan out starting from Sierra with the baby mothers, then moving on to other people. And then, uh, Joey Chavez and then back and forth between the baby mothers. And it's just like, damn girl, like I need to know what future is saying, you know, but this why. Maybe this why his music is the way it is because he's an emotional wreck and he probably appeases to her uh, emotional side. You know, that that's the only thing I could think of because I'm telling you, Lori Harvey is not digmatized. There are several, there are so many other people. She Something, something I would hope deeper than sex is keeping her linked to this man. And in her mind, she thinks that it's significant enough for her to stay around and deal with. Um, I mean, I, I'm not speaking on how he's treating her now. He could be on the straight and narrow, but just dealing with that. You know, I'm very precautious about men that I hear or I've heard things about when it comes to their dealings with women and how they move, especially if you got five, six kids like that's red flag. I mean, I know rich people move differently, but still red flag. What are we doing? What are we doing? Even if I were to fall for you, um, it would be, it would take a while. It would take a while because I would be fighting that for the longest. I would be literally fighting my spirit or whatever it is that is trying to become attracted to you because I don't, I don't, I don't think any of us like toxic. We just somehow end up in the chemicals. We just end up with a bad flavor, you know, just a bad flavor. But yeah, to anybody who's dealing with toxicity, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I've had my fair share in the realm of relationships, in the realm of not relationships. It's bad, but it's beautiful. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's it's but it's crazy. That's what it is. It's crazy. And I do. I do wish all of us a a reduction in toxicity. And that's not only coming from the opposite sex. Um, it, it, it also applies to like friendships. You know, there are toxic friendships that we deal with. There are um, toxic work environments that we deal with. So, you know, whatever um, you are experiencing high levels of toxicity, you need to be out. You know, you need to be out. You need to fix it. You need to make it right. Um, or the other person needs to make it right. Or just, you know, be able to to walk away from things that don't serve you. Uh, to Things that don't serve your healthiest version, I would say. 
but yeah, I think that's my time. You know, when it's just myself, I I, I like to keep it cute and quick, cute and quick. Um, happy birthday to my dad. Um, I know it's happy Monday, but my, my dad's birthday is actually March 1st, and that's when I'm recording. Happy birthday to my niece, Nyla. Um, she had a nice party yesterday, but today is her actual birthday. So happy birthday to Nyla. Happy birthday to my other niece, Kyla, who turns 13. I think Kyla either turns 13 or 14, actually, on March 4th. I have a big family, and I was just talking to Geraldine about this. I there's It's always somebody's birthday. Like, if, the, if y'all could look at my bank account and see the amount of money I spent on gifts alone for, like, my family, it's insane. Like... It's crazy. I have I have four nieces and one nephew that come from my sister. Then I have Nyla, I have Ariana, I have Jeremiah, and the list just keeps going on. Um, so birthdays are always happening, always happening. Um, but thank you for listening to the This Is Thirty podcast. Once again, please show up, show out for that live podcast, show up to all the Women Wednesdays events. Um, I want to rap again for you guys, but I'm not going to even put you through it because you know how I do it, like the doc do it, I fly through it, that's how I operate. All right, have a good day, be blessed, Uh, no more toxicness. It's not that easy to walk away from toxicness. It's like a, you. I feel like it works the same way as it works in the lab. Like, I mean, there's many ways to do it. You could just pour out the toxic mixture in the sink and start from scratch. That's what we should all do. But I think most of us work like we think we're scientists and we just try to dilute the toxicity with good things. And over time, we're, we're hoping and we're praying for a pure solution. <laughs> no, dead ass. That's how I feel like most of us attack toxicity. That's what we're doing. We're like, you know what? If I sprinkle some good eucalyptus in here, some good pH stuff in here, I can get this toxic mix- mixture on the up and up. And then once it's pure, then I can go about my business. But most of us should really just throw away, throw away what's in the container and start from scratch. But anyway, happy Monday again. Thank you for listening. I'm out.